0: Hi everyone, welcome, this is Light and Live, i we feel you are a big day. Do not forget Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. And as the Word of God come again to us today, I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. October 24, 2021, is open up a new topic for us, which is the joy of worship, and that is taken from Psalm 84. Beyond a concern of us understanding things we need to praise God for and yielding to the call of God's praise, we also must be able to know that we cannot actually and perfectly offer praise to God if there is no desire and if we don't pursue desire and if we don't stay on the desire to actually come unto the Lord to render unto him all that he deserves in praise and in worship. And part of it is what we want to learn today. The joy of worship. The joy of coming into the presence of God. And I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Our golden text is taken from Psalm 84, verse 4, which says, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. I want to start on this note with us as the word of God is coming today. It's a question, is the question is unto us as. A clear note that uh, do we just see leaving, you know, our hearts behind? When we will come to God's presence and making it a focus on something else. Do we even have a desire to come to God's presence? When we come, do we see it as a mark of record that okay, I'm also in church today, or oh, Reverend sees I'm in church, or do we see it as a mark of record personally when we have our quiet time, as God knows today? That I did my quiet time. It's actually beyond that. And that is why. If your answer has been on to okay. That's my more and why we do what we do. Or we see that. So if I don't do this today. God will not bless me. Or God will not count me as his own. There is much more to it. And that is why the word of God is coming today. And I pray that as we go on in the lesson. The Lord bless us in Jesus name. Amen. The desire of human. Most human. Is to have this, the, uh, this trace of someone or something being able to come onto a complete understanding of them, and most time it is onto someone, having someone very close to you, or someone out there who can place an understanding of you, and say, ah, I think I get what she's saying, I think I understand her as a being, and the obvious truth is that no matter how we take an assessment of pointing to one of people around us who can clearly understand us better in the midst of many. The truth is that the only single person who does it well and does it perfect is our creator, the one who made us, the one who knows us, the one who has come to know even our hand from the beginning, and the one whom our name is clearly written in the palm, in his palm. This is an understanding why we should have a desire for no other person or no other thing out there than a fellowship and communion with Him, a time of relationship that will continually stay, making a staying of you and God together, ensuring that nothing breaks the connection of God with you. And this is why the lesson is coming to us today. I pray that the Lord will grant unto us the same understanding as a Korah descendant, of the Jews were able to have this understanding and they desire God's presence. The first part of our lesson is blessedness of longing for God's presence. That is taken from Psalm 84, verses 1 to 4. The clear word that comes to us first from verse 1 is a description of what the dwelling place of the Lord looks like. And what we are talking about is the presence of God. Whether we take it as a physical church or we take it as that fellowshipping that happens between you personally and God beyond the corporate, or we even take it as the dwelling place of God in eternity. The truth around it is that it is a lovely place, it is a lovely moment, it is a lovely experience. And I don't know whether it happens to you, as it is a concern and raised by someone that most times. You see instances of people, except we are not conscious to assess it, or our heart is not in order. You see people coming to church with a heavy heart, and before they are out of the church, they have it all lifted. You see people coming weak, sick in their body to church, and before they are out of it, they have relieved the of whatever it is. Beyond the church, you personally see yourself a bit weak even to pray, to commune with God personally, but after you've been able to sit to do it, in the process you will be wondering how long, ah, how how you got the strength to stay longer, even to do it. This is the truth of what a genuine heart that is connected to God, in the place of worship, in the place of communion, can always have. For it is lovely. Now, we see here that the Jew have a concern beyond knowing that the presence of God is lovely, they also have this panting, this yearning, this desire, a longing that is already looking like they will faint if they don't get the presence of God to, 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 to attend. And that is why they said, I long, yes, I faint with longing to enter the court of the Lord. Is it the same with you? Are you always eager to come before the Lord personally? For your personal relationship and encounter with God? Are you always yearning to attend the presence of God as we take it of a physical church as well today? Do you see yourself, if we talk of the, the Jews, the Jerusalem people who always gather together at Jerusalem and they have some festival, the festival of the Pentecost, the, fest, uh, the, the festival of the Passover, the festival of the tabernacle, that always bring them together? We have a lot of programs and activities in the church that brings us together too as believers for worship, for learning and experiencing God. Do you find yourself always desiring it? There must be a longing. And the truth is that it proof that you are growing in the Lord and you are still in a relationship with God and you actually hold it in high esteem is that you must not die to your longing of the presence of God when it is out of you then you should begin to check your life as in relationship with God. And since we have no other God and we have no other person who can perfectly understand us as like God, if we begin to pick it off human, then why can't we always desire his presence and having this relationship continue with us? I pray that the understanding of the word of God will come to us in the name of Jesus. Do not join the set who believes that. The church as it is is not needed again for our, the temple of God is our heart and you feel that you can sit home to worship God. Although we might begin to take that as a concern that God assessed our hearts and he takes our body as his temple. Yes, the Lord expects your personal relationship with him. But do not also forget that the word of God makes it clear that we must not we must not refuse the gathering of believers as a lot will be done and achieved even for your personal growth when we come corporately together to fellowship with other believers. I pray the Lord will bring the clear understanding of this to our life and we will go always even in the pursuit of our longing for his presence in Jesus' name. The second part of our lesson takes us to the next step after the longing and we see the blessedness of traveling to worship God. Read Psalm 84, 5-9. Beyond your longing, what is desire, or what the Lord desire is that we move, or what the Word of God is bringing to us, we move on to achieving it. Have you ever seen a thirsty man who is not desiring to get water to drink to quench his thirst? Have you ever seen a hungry man who is not looking out for food to eat, to make him or her have the hunger? That is what we naturally do for cases like this. When it now comes to our spiritual life, we must not just have the longing. It was just I wish to pray, I wish to, to study. You continually in all of this, but take a pursuit of what it entails. And this is what we see of this group of Israelites. They went on, they were ready to go on, not minding whatever it will take. There is a joy that comes even with them, making their strength to even come more upon them, even as they go on the journey unto Jerusalem. We see in the process of their journey, they were walking and walking through the valley of weeping. And this valley of weeping that ordinarily was not a pleasure to them. We see that in the process because there is this longing and there is a desire to to get this longing achieved for whatever will satisfy it. This place becomes a place of refreshment. And one thing that the Lord is onto for his own children is that it will make us grow from strength to strength, from power to power, from grace to grace. Only that we must not sit or be laid down in the process, just expecting that something will quench our thirst when we don't pursue it. As the deer pants for water, so my soul panted after thee. Is a concern that we as children must, of God must have. And we must be ready to do all that will sustain us in fellowshipping with God. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. A solid part also on this area which we must be able to take note of is the fact that all the necessary energy that we need to put onto knowing God, understanding God, fellowshipping with God, must always be in our heart and in focus. We must not join the world and some other people as they take fulfillment in every other thing and the sole thing that matters to their life. Connection with their God is not a desire and this we must not allow with us. The Lord expects that we too must put our attention as a focus and distraction in any way must not be allowed with us. As these people continue and they were even seeing the atom's ring as a cloud of blessings to them. They were not seeing it as a pain. They were not seeing all distractions that could have weighed them back. They were not seeing it. They were onto the focus, and in the midst of their going, even on to Jerusalem, they were praying unto the Lord. And that's the what the Lord also expect with us, that even while we are waiting that our thirst to be quenched, we must continually con, we must continually commune with God in relationship, releasing it all to Him, saying, "Lord, help me." Saying, "Lord, here I am. I am unto this. Grant me grace. Grant me strength." And I pray as we continue in this manner, we will see and experience God as who He is, always coming true for His own. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. The last part of our lesson is the blessedness of God's presence. Read Psalm 84, 10 to 12. What becomes now the blessing of us when we come into the presence of God? It is so clear as we see first what was a concern for this for this psalmist. For the psalmist, it was so clear that he was able to understand that a single day in God's court is better for him than a thousand anywhere else. He would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of his God than, in, in, than having good life in homes of the wicked. It is as unto this also with us as children of God, what do we find as pleasure to us out there? What do we see as a desire that we take, that takes more of our time and we are not ready to strike a balance. We are not even ready to put it aside. We are not ready to run away from it. Some of us in the midst of excuses of our busy schedule, when it comes to still attend weddings, party, all societal things, I'm not trying to say those attendance of things like that is wrong. But we take time in our busy schedule to do that. We take time to gist. We take time to watch movies. We take time for every other thing. Now, Thus, a little time set aside just for you and God to come on will now be a big deal that cannot actually be achieved. Thus, coming to God's house to listen to His word and be blessed by Him, to understand Him more becomes something impossible to achieve. This shouldn't be, and this is the kind that the Lord has spared from us, that whatever will be a distraction, we should take it away. We should be ready to make a balance of our life and ensuring that God is still a priority, staying connected with Him, who is the source of our life, should continually become our yearning. And as we do this, one thing is that the Lord gives grace. The Lord gives glory to us. He enhances us. He upholds us and ensures that good things are unto those who do what is right. The Lord always helps those who put their trust in Him. So always, Live on trusting God. And when we do this, we enjoy the blessedness of being in the presence of God. But ensure that your heart, your soul, your spirit is in order and ready for this experience of God's presence. I pray the Lord bless us. We've come to the end of our lesson today. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone.